And welcome to Wedding Photographers Unite, episode number 58. My name is Andy Buscemi, in good company with the mythical legend himself, Mr. Neil Urban. Neil, what's up? Not much. Okay. What's up? <laughs> you know, uh, we're uh, recording episode 58, and uh-huh. uh, we got a, a few, like, there's actually some, like, news topics and things uh, to talk about today, so we're just going to yeah. kind of roll and right just, into it. And it's just the two of us. It's It's been a while since it was, uh, oh, it's... Yeah, I know. It's good. To, I know it's good to see you again, man. <laughs> Just the two of us. Um, yeah, I mean, we did the last like three episodes. We had a guest on, so I was gonna like reach out to somebody. Who was like, oh no, yeah, I think once in a while we should still just have it be the two of us without getting too crazy with that. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so yeah. So what is going on lately with you? Anything still the off season? Anything interesting to talk about? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. Uh, uh, just ha- hanging out. Doing stupid website stuff, you know, same thing that I've been that I've been talking about for the past how many weeks now? Yeah, I know, I know. So it's and you know what, my updates would be exactly the same too. Um, so there's nothing really for me to talk about too, other than you know the the storm is coming. The storm is coming towards. It's April nineteenth as we say to record right now. Uh, Oh yeah, and you know our our first wedding is uh um, about a month from now, and we just got a, a notification from our our bride saying that the wedding might be on hold or pushed pushed off mm. for a while so it's 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 those those emails that just aren't really uh, aren't really nice right yeah, now yep you know we, we've all had them but uh, but it's it's not something on their end it, it it was it was a tragedy that hit hit the family oh man um so it's one of those like oh man it's you know of course you think about business but you also got to think about the client and be uh you know it's it's all about the people in this business so yep. you got to be there for support too so yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, uh, it's tough when that happens. You know, I've had a couple of situations where family stuff got in the way and it wasn't mm-hmm. the couple kind of like what you just said. And, you know, you get into some some kind of situations where it's like, you know, get into the deposit and like, what are we going to do to help them out? And, um, mm-hmm. you know, and then sometimes but then there's always the issue of, you know, I, I've had I had a story where, you know, like there was a death in the family or something like that. And then I was talking to another photographer and it's like. Um, was it really a death in the family or did they just want their deposit back? And I hate to say it, but that might've been the case, you know? So yeah, who yeah. knows? Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it is... Luckily, luckily there's no money talk or anything, good. you know, there's, yeah, there's yeah. just a tragedy and, and they're going to um, push it back to later. That's good. Yeah. Possibly, possibly there, there it, it's, it's recent news. It, it pretty much just happened. Yeah. Um, in, you know, it was, it was nice that they contacted us first. Yep. But, um, okay. You know, um, happens. So, and I guess I'll get into the first kind of topic that I had to talk about today, which is just after, um, I was going to say, I was just about to say months, <laughs> but let me change that to <laughs> years. After years of waiting, uh, something came in the mail the other day. My Sigma 135 is finally here and it's amazing. Yay. It's incredible. Review time. I let my, us know. I have my favorite lens back, you know, the 135. Um, you know, so it's the lens itself is just literally it's exactly what I was expecting. Um, it's basically just an amazing, beautiful, sharp 
big tank of a lens at 135 <laughs> millimeter, you know, and it's and it the what's so cool about it is that it's um you know that it it shoots at 1.8, so you've got that extra depth of field, and literally mm. like if you put your subjects in the right spot and have the right kind of bokeh in the background or are shooting through something, I've only mm-hmm. done one engagement shoot with it so far, um like like it is just like incredible the bokeh that this thing produces you know especially being a telephoto lens uh that far out um but i mean it's exactly the same build quality as all the other art series lenses Mm -hmm. so it's not like i have a crazy review i didn't do anything scientific with it or anything like that i've just shot one one session with it and know Mm -hmm. that it's the lens that i've been waiting for and you know comparing (laughs) it to the 135 nikon that i did have that's like the older lens uh or and then maybe you know canon's uh, 2.0 lens would be you know it was an incredible lens like this is mm-hmm. even better than that canon lens um you know and that is inc- insane to me because that canon 135 2.0 yeah that was, that was your lens. baby yeah, yeah. I'm, um, I'm i'm actually surprised that you even moved away from canon because of that lens yeah that's that was the thing that you know, as mm-hmm. we've talked about, you know, for like on this podcast for years, that was the one thing. But yeah. now it's like now I'm not missing anything, you know, from that shift to Nikon, you know, the couple of years ago now. Um, and now it's like, OK, everything's complete. I'm 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 fully back again. <laughs> <laughs> but now, just as I just as I've fully made it this complete switch to Nikon and I'm happy with my uh, I know where my lenses, going. you know, yep. it figures that literally today, literally today. Uh, Sony announces this new A9, which is our other topic here. I, but uh, before we get into that, I'm, I don't know that I have any other thoughts on the 135. Do you have any thoughts or questions well, um, on it before we well, get into how, that? Uh, how, how much did you use it during the engagement session? Because we know when you get new toys, you pretty much use it for the, like, the entire time. And then all of a sudden, like you know, as, as the session's end, you're like, gosh, I, sh- I, sh- I really just didn't do anything else other than just shoot with this one lens. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, did you use it the whole time or did you kind of just kind of mixed it in with it with the other stuff? Uh, tell us about how, how it went with yeah. having a new lens. So that is the challenge, right? You get a new piece of gear and you just want to shoot yeah. the whole time with it to like <laughs> right. test it out. And like, oh, I'm going to shoot this at 1.8 everything. <laughs> you know? yeah. and then the poor uh, clients are like, why are all of our images, you know, <laughs> <laughs> at yeah. 135? Well, not that they would say that, but yeah. Or, or know that. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, so I did, you know, I would say like in, in my old world, when I had the 135, I would, I still probably shot that on a typical engagement session, maybe like 55 to 60% of my shots were like with that 135. Okay. Um, so this is, yeah, you're going to use this one a lot then you're definitely going to get yeah, your money's this, worth. This is going to be my main lens, my main mm-hmm. go-to lens for any kind of portrait work. Uh, for me and my style anyway, because I, I like to get close, you know, mm-hmm. um, and I like the like the bokeh and all that kind of stuff and shooting through. It just accentuates all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, I, it um, I would probably say on this shoot, I probably shot it about like 75 to 80 percent of my shots, you know, so it's definitely more than usual because I was, you know, wanted to just try it out in different situations. But I was making a conscious effort to still shoot full body shots with it and really kind of back off um, so that. Um, I was still, you know, providing, you know, full body shots and, and all that kind of stuff with it. But that is typically how I like to shoot um, anyway when I can. I know that I'm farther away from the clients and it's a different kind of look. But to me, it just mm-hmm. like it compresses everything. It just always makes everything look like really nice, you know, to, to shoot to shoot that way. Um, 
I did have to remind myself a few times. I'm like, all right, dude, you got all these shots, but you gotta, <laughs> you have to get like the full shot of our location here. So I like, yeah, put yeah. on, I, and I just got my, so now I'm back, I'm back in the game because I had my 35, my 35, not one through my 35 Sigma, um, mm-hmm. was one of my broken lenses. Cause I don't take care of my equipment and I leave things in places <laughs> that I shouldn't. And so I got my 35 millimeter back 1.4 art and my 51.4 art back which I want to sell that 50 millimeter 1.4 art. So if any, if anybody wants to buy my gear and, and listeners, you know how I take care of my gear so well, um, <laughs> you're welcome to, um, <laughs> to uh, make me an offer on my 51.4 art, which is back from, from Sigma and uh, freshly cleaned and repaired back from Sigma. So I'll nice, we'll say that. Nice. Okay. So everything's looking good on it. They're, they're past Sigma certification or whatever, sending it back. Um, <laughs> And, I don't know. I might take you up on that offer. I don't know. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, you can take a look at I, it. Um, I mean, I, you can never have too many uh, 50, 50 millimeters in my in my case, in my point, yeah. the way I shoot. Yeah, so, I mean, somebody asked me why I was getting rid of the 50. I mean, I guess we're kind of continuing our lens choice conversation from last episode, but I guess that's fine. Um, somebody <laughs> Naturally so, doing it. Yeah. Um, somebody asked me like why I was getting rid of, cause I put up, you know, in a post, I was going to sell the 50 art and I'm like, why are you selling the 50 art? And the answer for that is literally just because, um, because I haven't had use of it for like the last half of a wedding season, uh, because I, you know, broke it midway through the season. I was just like, ah, oh, whatever. I started using my 51, eight, um, which, which those are like a hundred dollar lens, you know? So I always mm-hmm. just kind of have that lens around and sometimes, you know, like I even whatever. So with the 51, eight. Um, I've been, I was shooting that the second half of the wedding season and it's just so light. And whenever I need a 50, usually I'm not shooting at anything less than 2.0 ever. And that thing yeah. is perfectly acceptable, acceptably sharp at 2.0, that 51.8 Nikon. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so light. It's like, why would I carry that? Cause the 51.4 art is a beast of a lens. It's a beautiful lens. Oh, is it lens. really? Oh okay. yeah. It's a big, okay. it's a big boy. Uh, Cause I'm, I'm used to my 51.4 from Nikon and it, it's, it's lightweight too. Yeah. So if, yeah. Okay. I this, might pass on that. Yeah. Then. That's, that's actually, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's why, because it's just a big lens. Okay. And it's like, it's also like having another tank with you, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, and and yeah. I don't need another tank with me for a 50, you know, when I, when mm-hmm. I have a quality lens that shoots a 2.0, on that cheap little Nikon and not even the one four, the one eight, you know, this is like a, yeah. like the dirt cheap lens. It, it It's an amazingly sharp lens in my opinion, you know, it might not have the kind of bokeh that, you know, the 51 art one point one four art does, but, uh, but you know, like I shot that lens in India the whole time, all my India portraits are all with that, let dinky little hundred dollar lens, you know? And, mm-hmm. and, and the, and the, but the other part of that reason is for selling it is that, I prefer the 35 over the 50. So if I if I prefer the 35 anyway, I would rather have the nicer 35 to have a little bit wider when I want it. And then that 50, you know, 1.4, I was going to, you know, I just don't 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 need it, don't really don't really want it for for how I've been shooting with that 50 18 when I've needed yeah. a 50. Yeah. Um so that those are kind of my uh thoughts on that, but uh, did did you did I answer the question I just got off there? You said what were you asking me about the 135? Uh... I don't know what was it. I don't even remember my question. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, yeah, I, yo, no, no, no. So how it's was early. It? It's this is early <laughs> in the day for me. I've been pulling uh, around the clock. You know, oh, you've been days, doing. So. You've been doing the Neil Urban thing at night. I have been. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this stupid, this stupid website, man. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I, but anyways, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm a little brain dead right now, so I apologize <laughs> no, to our listeners. No, that's Go okay. Ahead, but no, this but, is Andy. This is Andy's show today. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no but that. Uh, so no, we did answer the question though, because you asked me about the full. You know, if I was how much I was shooting the 135. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So. 
So yeah, it's just I couldn't be happier with it. Um, I'm 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 in love with this lens. It's amazing, sharp. The focus is is rock solid, sharp, quick. It, at one eight, it is sharp. To call it to call this late, this lens shooting at one eight sharp is a total understatement. It is ridiculously sharp, like ridiculously sharp. And it, uh, you know, as long as your couple is far enough back where there's enough depth of field that you're going to get, mm-hmm. um, you know, where you want, I'll shoot that at one eight all day. You know, um, yeah, yeah. So I am extremely happy with that lens, and uh, you know, I've, I I didn't do any scientific stuff with it in terms of comparing it and all that kind of stuff. I, that's just not who I am. I don't have the time for that kind of stuff. Other people have done that, and and the the test results are are really pretty incredible. Coming back on that. Yeah, especially so, when you don't get paid for it too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, like so, all those review websites, they all get paid for that stuff. So we'll just let them do it. Yeah. Um, so I guess that goes to the to the next uh, topic then, which is just, of course, you know, I now I'm fine. Now I'm setting my Nikon world, and then what happens? Sony re- today uh, releases information on the Sony A9, um, mm-hmm. and there are some special special things about this A9. Um, yeah, they're very, very special. Yeah. Um, in a way that is really, um, well, let me just read some things and then we'll talk. Okay. So Sony announces a nine 24 megapixel, 20 frames per second, high end full frame sports camera. They call it a sports camera. Um, this thing, the things that, that kind of stick out for me is it's it's like the upgraded version of like this the A7R, A7S and all and that that mirrorless yeah. system camera. Um this it it shoots at twenty frames a second with no blackout. <laughs> um and it and it features a six ninety three on sensor phase de- detection points. I don't know what that means. It features well, six ninety three on oh, sorry. It yeah, features 693 on sensor phase detection points. So this is, but this is all within the the mirrorless system, mm-hmm. covering 93 percent of the frame. It also has five axis image stabilization that offers five stops, five stops of correction. Okay, um, uh, the camera has a 1280 by 960 viewfinder that runs at 120 frames per second. So in that's you know one of the things with with mirrorless, you know that. You know that that viewfinder, the electronic viewfinder, has always been the thing. I really mm-hmm. feel like. Well, let me keep reading, and then I'll give some some thoughts on it. Here's a big one. Here's a big one. It has twin SD card slots. I'll say that again. It has twin SD card slots, which it, which they have not had in the past. And yeah, so, that's like, like like I've said on the show many many times before. That's the reason why I haven't switched yet. And after three years of waiting, finally finally it comes out. Yeah. Uh. It has a battery grip holding two batteries that will also be available. And it Sony says the battery has twice the capacity of previous models. Mm-hmm. Um, this we don't care about. I'm just kind of going over some of the highlights. Uh, the company says it's the most capable camera ever. That's what Sony says. Mirrorless or DSLR. The, the A9 will be available in May 2017 next month at a cost of around $4,500. Um. So, and more information from their press release. I just want to go through a few more points before we talk about it. Uh, this is the world's first full-frame stacked uh, CMOS sensor. Um, that I think is important uh, the, mm-hmm. from what they were, from what I've read into it. Um, black free, blackout-free continuous shooting at up to twenty frames per second for up to two hundred and forty-one raw images. 
in a row, 241 raw images in a row at 20 FPS. Um, silent, vibration-free shooting at speeds of up to um, one over 3,200, <laughs> one over 32 of a second. Um, that's one over 32 thousandths of a second. Um, 693 focal plane phase detection autofocus points um, with 60, with 60. Okay, so this is the, the number of, um, with 60 autofocus tracking calculations per second. What? 60 <laughs> autofocus tracking calculations per second on yeah, 693 that's... focal plane phase detection autofocus points? What? Dude, it's um, insane. Extensive features um, professionally um, with Ethernet port for file transfer. Uh, wait, what? Extensive professional features <laughs> including eth- there's an Ethernet port on it? What? I, yeah. What? Really? Okay. Is that real or is that like an add-on? It says that it's just saying it. Anyway. No, it's no, it's in the picture right there. Come the, on, really? The terminal, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it does. It does. It has a it has a LAN terminal built right into it. Yeah. What? <laughs> Dude, that's actually Dude, amazing. It's a beast, man. This uh, thing is a game changer. Five axis in state in, in body image stabilization with the fives. Okay, so we already kind of read that. Um and then I want to read a little bit just of the like the the hype that they have around it because it's actually pretty good. Uh, like, so um, let's see here. And you know what else it has, which is a big thing for me too. It now has the joystick on the right. uh, on, on the back of the camera because uh, they used to have that little dial, mm-hmm. uh, which was kind of uncomfortable for me, especially getting around their new me- menu. Um, I wasn't too comfortable with it. Um, but us Nikon and Canon shooters were used to that that joystick and they have that so that's that's really nice too okay so this is the press release um april 19th 2017 um sony blah 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 blah. the most technologically advanced innovative digital camera that sony has ever created the new a9 offers a level of image performance that is simply unmatched by any camera ever created mirrorless or slr (laughs) or otherwise even if that's just that can't just be like they've got they're they are basically putting it all out there by like uh, like that let me that's hold on let me just read the the (laughs) sentence again that they made on their on their press release the most technologically advanced innovative digital camera that sony has ever created the new a9 offers a level of image performance that is simply unmatched by any camera ever created mirrorless (laughs) slr or otherwise that's that's how they open up their press release um uh, the the camera offers many impressive capabilities that are not possible that are not possible with a modern uh, DSLR, including high high speed blackout free continuous shooting, twenty FPS, um, all the stuff that we just kind of talked about. Uh, let me see if there's something I'm missing. Uh, these are made possible thanks to a thirty thanks to its thirty five millimeter full frame stacked, um, whatever their their you know marketing name is for the CMO. CMOS sensor, um, the world's first of its kind, which enables data speed processing at up to twenty times faster. Fa- this is this is a key sentence here too. Da- data speed processing at up to twenty times faster than previous Sony full frame mirrorless cameras. Twenty mm-hmm. times faster than so- than previous Sony full frame mirrorless cameras because of this stacked um, sensor. Um, yeah. The unique sensor is paired with a brand new uh, upgraded um, X processing engine um, and front end. Um, LSI, I don't know what LSI means, that maximizes mm-hmm. the overall performance. 
Um, and then it just kind of goes on. The, you know, this is a new standard of speed and focusing accuracy. And if they're saying that it's better than DSLR, which has been the issue. So now this is done. We're done. We're done talking about the idea that DSLRs are better focusing than mirrorless in this case. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like so now just I want to make it one, sen- one sentence of a thought, personal thought on this. I, I literally feel like there is going to be before this A9 and after this A9 in terms of like cameras that we're used to in terms of technology. I think this is a total game changer. If what they say, if, if 75% of what they're saying is true, I think it's going to be a total game changer in terms of what, what's, what is happening in terms of tech camp technology and cameras. I agree 100%. Before I even read that press release, I read all the specs and everything. And I said to myself, this is the most complete camera I have ever seen in the history of cameras. I honestly mean that, and this is in, in our listeners know that we're Nikon guys, uh, and you came from Canon and Nikon guys with Sony sensors inside our cameras. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, but I don't care if you're a Canon shooter or a Nikon shooter, you gotta be looking at this camera and thinking, you know, this is possible. This, this might be in my, in my camera bag. Yeah. Um, I, I think before people with a mirrorless and all that kind of stuff, like it was always like the promise of mirrorless, the promise of this, this is going to be the future. And I feel like now this is pretty much it because now it, it has addressed all the shortcomings that, that have, have been basically that, that yeah. anybody can kind of hold on to as a, you know, a, an old guard DSLR person. Yeah. Um, and and when I first read the the headline of sports camera, I was like, okay, this thing's just not going to have this thing's going to be just low ISO, and it's it's not going to be good enough for me. And then all of a sudden, I saw the ISO, and it goes up to thirty two thousand. Um, and yeah, that's that's fine enough for me for a wedding as long as it goes up to sixty four hundred. I'm good. Yeah. So let's let's <laughs> on the press release. Um, there's a section: high sensitivity and wide dynamic range. The unique design of the A9 sensor image sensor represents the pinnacle of Sony device technology. The 24.2 megapixel full-frame stacked sensor is back-illuminated, allowing to capture maximum light and produce outstanding true-to-life image quality. The sensor also enables the diverse ISO range of 100 to 51,200 expandable to 50 to uh, 204,800 ISO. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so stupid like like even reading that number 204,800 ISO. We shouldn't even be looking at ISO well, it numbers. To, it from used now to be on. Yeah. it just doesn't even matter. It used to be like 800 ISO was a thing or 1600 yeah. ISO was a thing. Now let me read the number again. 204,800. No. Yeah. 204 <laughs> What? 204,800. Yeah. Am I saying that right? 204,800, yeah. Ensuring optimum Im- image quality with minimum noise at all settings, um, which I believe them because the, the Sony sensors are the best that there are, you know? Uh, and, and this is just the next level of that. It's going, it has to be. I, 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 this is probably going to be, if I had to guess, this is probably going to be like, like when they do the DxO report, you know, they always do the DxO mark test or whatever. I feel this is going to be like one of the top cameras, if, yeah. not, if not the um, yeah. from what they're saying here, they're, they're calling it out that they are. Sony is calling it out saying this is the best camera ever produced. They literally, it's literally what they just said in their press release. Um, and, and, and get this last week, they, they just released a press release of, um, I think it was, uh, let's see, digital, um, can't remember the website, but Sony camera just became the number two spot for uh, best selling cameras. 
they they passed Nikon. So they are number two. Nikon's number three, and Canon is still number one of best-selling cameras. So that was before they even released this camera. Um, I think this camera, this game-changing camera, they might possibly take over the number one spot. I'm not sure, but they're on their way. Yeah. Yeah, I I w- will not be surprised if Sony is like the new... If, if they just destroy Canon and Nikon going forward. If, like, I, I think... Five ten years is if if Canon and Nikon if they keep going at the pace that they are and don't do what Sony's doing I feel like uh, yeah they're they're, they're going to be like the number one can- camera manufacturer and this is like mm-hmm. a change and shift and I can and you can see the change and shift with with what they've been doing but now it's just that that it got real with with yeah. this with this release right now it got very real um. Yeah, uh, I don't know what more there is really to say about that. Uh, until... well, let's let's talk about the price point at forty five hundred. Yep. Do you think? Um, I, I don't know about you, but I uh, I'm I'm pleased with that price point. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it it is a jump, but it's it's pretty much back to where they should be. Like uh, because I remember spending like five grand on my D three, um, five five six grand on my D three S. Um, then I spent like two twenty five hundred on my D seven fifties, I think. So, but but it's back up to that around that five grand range. I th- I think that's a pretty good price range for this for this kind of camera. What do you think? Yeah, I think so too. Um, you know, part of the thing that that would help justify it to me. So for for me, like now I've got my whole Nikon lineup. You know, <laughs> like it's two years later. You know, right? Um, and for for me, if I didn't. <laughs> what is it that I, that I really want to say here? What would make me go there or what, what helps the price point on that for me is the idea that it has the dual SD card slots in the camera. Cause sometimes like, like when you make a camera shift, you have to think about like what, what media you're recording to, you know? So like when I was in Canon's world, I was shooting on CF cards and, and like an SD is a backup and I had a mm-hmm. whole bunch of CF cards and then, you know, I went to Nikon and I, as when I went to the Nikon, I, I'm only shooting SD now, SDs now. And I got rid of, uh, you know, the, um, the CF cards, all my CF cards are gone, you know? Um, mm-hmm. and that helps it for me because anytime I've thought about, you know, should I get like a D5? Or should I get this other camera, you know, which had like the XD cards or, you know, that that XD card format or all these, you know, the different card formats. Or if I thought about in the past, should I get because I was pretty I was actually pretty close to considering like a Sony at one point or the, mm-hmm. or the other. Um, uh, but like the, the card format can like mess that up for you or, or, or considering going to a different cam- camera manufacturer. But because they kept it dual SDs, that is you know, that saves you what almost a thousand bucks right there. You know, if, if I were going to upgrade my whole card lineup to CF or, you know, all that kind of stuff, you know, cause mm-hmm. I, I like for the way I shoot, I like to have multiple cards for each wedding. I don't, I don't erase a, a, a shoot until I've, uh, until I've, uh, delivered the, the session or whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so that just plays into my world. So I think the price point is, is about probably what it should be for a, a you know, an innovative, uh, camera. It is a little bit more, uh, then you know, like it's half, like more than half the, double the cost of like a D seven fifty, right? Um, yeah, yeah. But so, but it, it it is priced for those serious photographers out there, though those serious pros. It's not like a a, a 
like a consumer kind of camera, like a, like a lot of these DSLRs nowadays are. Um, this is more for the serious shooter. Yep. And also for video guys too. Um, oh yeah. Is also, I mean, they gotta be, uh, yeah. loving this thing because of the autofocus, because of the, um, you know, it's, it's a 4k camera and all that. So it's, uh, and that Ethernet cable, uh, I don't know if that can be used for. Vi- I'm sure that's probably more for video. I would take it, right? You I think? guess you can tether shoot with it. I'm, can, sure, I'm too. I'm yeah, sure. that's that's what um, I'm thinking. Probably to probably to tether shoot um, to or to you know. I see. I don't know. I don't know why for they the, would have I mean, the Ethernet as opposed to a like an HDMI output. You know that would possibly that would do the possibly four K i i don't know i'm there, not there's sure there's a reason maybe, if, yeah, maybe we don't know because if there's any video guys yeah yeah if there's any video guys tuning in does that ethernet make make a difference for you guys uh let us know i'm kind of interested why that's why that's taking up so much room in that camera yeah well there's gotta, there's be, gotta be a reason yeah there's gotta be a reason that we don't know about because we don't shoot video often you know mm-hmm. the only thing i can think is tethered shooting but you can do that all other ways too you know so yeah yeah um yeah so that is uh I really feel like that's a total game changer. Uh, you know, we'll have to wait and see. But so what I'm going to do at this point is, you know, I'm going to wait. Obviously, I don't. I'm in no rush to upgrade anything right now. You know. Um, yeah, I just made a big uh, investments in other areas of my business, so I gotta I gotta hold off on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, this is probably probably going to be my end of year purchase. Yeah, I'm thinking that's what I'm kind of thinking too. Like I, I'm gonna wait and see how the reviews go. I'm gonna wait mm-hmm. and see what the dynamic range is, and you know, and I'm 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 almost sure it's gonna be it's gonna blow everything out of the water. Um, and if it if it comes close to that, then I would at least consider maybe getting it plus plus another lens and using it as a second or third camera. You know, like the following wedding season, or um, or maybe waiting for the next generation, the A nine two. You know, um, that that mm-hmm. that might be more where I fall. But but just looking at the specs and everything. Um, I am uh, incredibly impressed. I think it's a total game changer. So we will see what happens with that. But I, I think, I think that, that this changes the industry in terms of uh, you know everything. I think Canon and Canon and Nikon better be you know better be scared <laughs> right now. They, 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 if anything, it should be a wake up call for that right there because that's uh, uh, you just hope that it would be. And maybe that'll that'll encourage the competition to to kind of get moving a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, definitely. And you no, know, what's nice is that they just released this today. You know, usually whenever we record a show, no, no. they release it like an hour after we we stopped recording. Yeah, and then and then, then two weeks from now, it's old news. Yeah, you know? totally. It's, and that's why I feel like it's it's good because it's it's exciting to talk about it right now. And if we did it mm-hmm. like a week and a half later, it would be like everybody already know anyway. So <laughs> so I'm gonna get this out today, so it'll be like the day of the the information. And I'm and I'll and I'll put you know. So anyway, uh. Good. Uh, so I'm going to go into our little med show dialogue here, if I can pull it up. And just uh, remember, listeners, we do have an assortment of handpicked information that's relevant to you. But first, just in case you forgot your place in space and time, this is Wedding Photographers Unite, a bi-weekly wedding, photographer, wedding and photography podcast for wedding photographers. Bye, wedding photographers. The show goes live every other week. Um most of the time. And while we're at it, please do leave us a review in iTunes and subscribe in iTunes. Just like, who is it? Jimmy Cam did. 
uh, Jimmy Cam said, one of the best photo blogs out there. I wouldn't necessarily call us a photo blog, um, but thank you, Jimmy Cam. Um, we're more of a podcast, but I guess, you know, whatever. Um, he says he's been a prof- uh, professional wedding photographer for over 12 years and for local and destination areas as well. And he's always looking to better himself. And he's so glad he found Andy and Neil. Oh, thank you, Jimmy Cam. Um, just listen to one podcast and you'll do what I'm doing. Go back and listen to them all, explanation point. So thanks, Jimmy Cam, for um, for heeding our calls to, uh, you know, uh, leave us a review in iTunes and subscribe in iTunes. And if you get something out of this, you can leave us a review just like Jimmy Cam did. Or if you're lazy, you can just leave stars. You can leave, <laughs> you can leave stars. You can click stars. Cl- uh, look, uh, click all the stars, though. And if it's a good review, we might even start reading them now. Okay, but they've got to, but they've got to be good. You know, the bad ones we might, I might ignore those. You know, we might not. But but all of our reviews are are good over there. So um, we don't have any bad reviews actually. Um, so let's yeah, keep, a couple four stars because of the music. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> let's let's keep them all good. Yeah, we want we want all five stars. Yeah, I know. Um, Okay, um, and uh, please do help us help you by sending in questions to info wedding photographers unite. Which I, you know what, nobody uses the emails anymore. Better, better, <laughs> better than that is just go to our Facebook group. Um, so in Facebook, just search for wedding photographers unite. Go to the Facebook group and join us in there for some conversation. We prefer to talk with you rather than not at you. And if you ever do have uh, questions that you'd like us to talk about on the show, uh, just. Uh, you can post in there, and if there's a question that goes in, in there, sometimes we'll just uh, get to it on the show, um, just like we'll kind of uh, finish up from <laughs> like a few weeks ago, but we will get to it eventually. Uh, yeah, but there are there are some people who want to stay anonymous, so uh, so if if you do, just send it to our email at info at weddingcartersunite.com. Yep, 100%. Um, so I do want to get to uh, – uh, I'm going to have to find it now. I, I had it all pulled up. And then something happened. Oh, here. I do have it pulled up. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sony happened. That's what happened. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was like, what? Um, so, yeah. So, you know, I'm going to... There's actually just one question, actually, because the other ones kind of got answered. And I don't... Maybe we want to get into this other one. But so, uh, Liz Bukowski, my former intern, she wrote us mm-hmm. a while ago. And it's, it's about time that I get back to her. Sorry, Liz. But better late than never. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so she just had a kind of silly um, but simple question. How do you name your packages collections without making them sound cheesy? How <laughs> do you name your packages and collections without making them sound cheesy? Um, uh. Well, um, I've got an answer for that. And and originally they were very cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Is that like a thing? Whenever you start, become when you start to start to be a wedding photographer and you name your packages, you just name them like the worst things in the world. Because that's what I did. I had like my my lowest collection was like the digital love story. Oh my god! <laughs> Do you get it? Do you get it? Because it was all digital images that got delivered, and there no there were no books. It was all digital, so it was a digital love story. Do you get it? Do you understand where I'm coming from? Oh, that was so terrible. And then I, <laughs> and then I had like something else, and then the top one I called something else cheesy or whatever. Um, I think that you just like go simple, man. It's the same thing with like your your name, right? Like like the name of your business. Like people want to name like their you know their wedding photography business. You know, Black Swans United Wedding Photography or something like that. Do you, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like no, just don't do that. Don't 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 do that. 
please don't do that. Like purple cows, purple cows unite, you know, wedding photography. You know what I mean? Like don't name your wedding photography business after purple cows. Okay. And don't name it after elegant animals either. Okay. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Your name is if, if your what name, are you talking about? There, I've never seen anything like this. Okay, <laughs> like ostrich farm photography, okay, are no, you, and they shoot weddings. <laughs> no, I'm I'm talking about like, and I see. I don't know, know if this is somebody in the area or not. That's why I didn't want to say it. Um, but I'm just going to say it anyway. Okay, so there, okay, you there, keep across. There are more elegant ways to say it. Like you could say red herring photography. You know what I mean? Or or. Um, I don't want to name the company that I'm thinking of because they might be local. You, you know what I mean? But like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. you don't want to name it, you know, something, something like that. Like you want to name, like just use your name, use your name for the love of God. And if your name is like a terrible name, just use your first name and come up with a fake second name or something like that. Who knows? But just like, <laughs> but don't name it something, you know. I don't know. I don't want to name these different names that I'm thinking of, you know. Or if your name is associated with like a serial killer and uh, yeah. bad things will show up on the internet. That could be a problem. <laughs> that could be a problem. Um, but uh, but in the same vein, you know, like just be careful with, with how you name your the packages too. Like so now, what do I even have? What do I don't even know what they're called anymore. Um, I think Wait. I might just call it straight what it is. Um, actually, I need to like look at what my contracts even know. That's that's how much they don't really they don't really matter, you know. We um, talking about package package names? Yeah, I'm sorry. I had to I had to uh, take my headphones off for a second. Yeah. <clears throat> so you're gonna you know name name them whatever you want to name. You can just name them collection one, collection two, collection three, whatever. But I mean, it is you do want to name them maybe something. I do have names. I don't know if I want to say them on the air because then it's like you know. If there are local people, you don't want to keep copy keep, you. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, whatever. Uh, you know? Don't even start. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, but I mean, I would say name them something simple. Like, pick one word that, like, says just what it is. And don't get overly complicated about it, you know? Uh, um, yeah, I'll, I'll share mine because I really don't care anymore. Um, uh, my, mine was my... Uh, I got my names uh, were inspired by my, my mom's wine store. She kind of sells, like, wine and winemaking stuff and she had packages and she had a basic a deluxe and an ultimate and i'm like hey that's a really good idea and i stole that from her 10 years ago and i've been using it ever since and that's exactly what they are there's a basic there's a deluxe and there's an ultimate yeah. that's it nice and nice and simple absolutely no, nothing nothing silly nothing cheesy just that's exactly what they are yep and, and you guys can steal it if you want i don't care and you could do so like another take on that would be simple classic elegant you know uh something simple like, complicated and <laughs> yeah right. something else so yeah. I, but that's that maybe there's another choice for you but but i mean you could have like the simple collection the classic collection mm-hmm. the uh elegant collection and the reason i use the word collection by the way instead of package is because the little things you do in your business matter you know like if you call something, I feel like there's a difference between calling something a package, which everybody does, and calling something a collection. Um, like it's a, it 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 also, you know, it goes along with the idea of it being, you know, you want to. We do sell tangible products, and um, I don't know. I guess package would also be tangible, but it it just that collection does sound a little bit more uh, upscale. Yeah, exactly. I guess it depends. Uh, let me see what if, what I call mine. Oh, I do call them packages. Yeah. 
I might change it. Yeah, do it, man. Change it. Cause I, I, yeah, I, I mean, after 10 years and a new website coming out, might as well switch things up. Yeah, I, I think that it adds like the, the little things that we do in our business like that, like says a lot about our business. So, um, you know, I, I or I'm going to throw a collection into the thesaurus and uh, see what else comes ex- up. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, but just be careful because then things can get real weird real quick. <laughs> yeah. Collection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Um, so that was that. And then, you know, there was one other one on there, but I don't know. Did we already talk about this? Uh, uh, I just need to get back to it. Uh, so, Torben was asking about pretty shoots versus photojournalistic reportage. That was the question. Do we have anything to say about pretty shoots versus photojournalistic reportage? I don't know. I think we talked about this the last episode, didn't we? When we were talking about styled shoots. Yeah, I think that's more like styled shoots. Yeah. I think we'll make, I don't know. We'll Torben, make, if, if we're wrong, please correct us and uh, we'll we'll try and get to your question next time. Yeah. Um because I think we pretty much literally just had this conversation when we were talking about the styled shoots versus yeah, work. yeah, it's close enough anyway. And, and don't um, get me started on that again. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think you know what we'll just do. Maybe this will be a shorter episode. But I th- oh oh no no no, there's one more topic. Oh no, talk about. oh my god, I, you I almost this. missed this, man. Oh my god, this is like the climax of the show. Yeah. And so this is where for Andy, this is this where, is Andy's show. So yes. <laughs> well, no, this is this is our show. Um. This is, but this this topic, this we might veer a little bit from wedding photography for just a minute, um, and that's okay. If you if you want to be out, you can be out. We're gonna go into we're gonna go into something that that will change the face of the world. That is super important. That just got released last night. All um, right, I'm out. Take care, right. take care, guys. All right, we'll see, see you later. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, and here, so here's here's the deal. Um, and then let's at the end of this talk about how it could possibly relate to wedding photography because I don't. Yeah, let's we'll, do it. We'll, yeah. You know, we'll see. We'll see because it because it ultimately will, and it's. But I, it's hard to like figure out where it's going to go. So basically, um, there was a conference recently. I forget what it was for, uh, but Facebook F eight F eight. Thank you, the F eight conference. Um, Facebook at this conference came out with a new application, and I had the chance to try it uh, the other day. And things are going to be changing soon. And basically. Um, uh, it's called Facebook Spaces, which basically puts you into Facebook in virtual reality. Um, so literally, you're in Facebook and VR. And the simple way that I can uh, describe it is, first of all, you do know that you have your use of hands now in virtual reality. So our hands are one-to-one just like I'm using our, your, our hands in real life, you can use your hands in VR. You can pick up objects, play with them, throw them, toss them back and forth to each other, um, draw, interact with each other using your hands in a full-on way. Uh, so in the, the Facebook version for virtual reality that just came out yesterday, um, you basically go into Facebook in virtual reality and you take it, it sees all your recent photos that you've posted. So you can say, hey, this is a recent photo of me. And it'll look at the recent photo of you and then make a cartoonish version of you based off of recent photos of you. So the cartoonish version of me has glasses, has a beard, has a bald head, um, is devilishly handsome looking, just like all like in real life, <laughs> you know? Um, so, but, but it basically creates this, um, this version of you as a cartoon and 
it puts you at this table at a, at a literal round table in virtual reality and it'll show you your friends that also have Oculus Rift and that are in virtual reality and VR which out of the 2500 Facebook friends I have were zero because 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 <laughs> nobody has an Oculus Rift and was in Facebook in virtual reality and Facebook you know but I got to play around with the tools and see what was possible so you can Imagine instead of us having this conversation over Hangouts, we are looking at each other and you're a six feet version of Neil Urban, but as a cartoon, and I'm a six feet version of Andy Buscemi, but as a cartoon, and we're sitting at this round table and we both have use of our hands in a full on complete way. We can both draw on the table together. We can look at Facebook feeds and take photos and, and have physical versions of photos in our hands and pass them back and forth to each other. So... We both follow Neil Van Niekerk on Facebook. Uh, when I was in Facebook in virtual reality the other day, um, he recently posted a 360-degree photo of his studio space on Facebook. So I'm in Facebook in virtual reality, and I took the photo that he p- took, a 360-degree mm-hmm. version of his, of his studio, and I took it as like a bubble it's like these little bubble, and then I put it over my face, and then all of a sudden I was in Neil Van Niekerk's studio wow. in virtual reality because he posted that 360 photo. And you, but you're still in this three-dimensional virtual space with other people that mm-hmm. you can pick up a pencil and draw. You can play tic-tac-toe with each other. Um, you can pass photos back and forth to one another. Uh, you can have conversations. You can, There's like a selfie stick. You can get a selfie stick and take... selfie with um with you know a virtual cartoon character with yourself and other people and you can have roundtable discussions with people and people can pop in and pop out um now inside this bubble of neil van niekirk studio can you have like can people meet in there since you have like this bubble space totally so you can so you can take a uh, selfie of yourself 100 inside neil's studio matter of fact i did I did. I took <laughs> I, I took a selfie of my of my cartoon character. Okay. In Neil Van Niekirk's studio. And then where does this selfie go? Do you have access to the file, or is it kind of like yes. stuck in virtual reality world? Matter of fact, I will post it as the as the as the as the show, um, you know, as show the, notes. Yeah, show notes thing. Yeah, in the show notes, it's unbelievable. And then tag Neil in it so he can get freaked out. Yes. <laughs> yeah, dude, changes are coming. That's all I can say. Changes are coming. And and so now this is the reason Facebook bought Oculus is because they want us to be meeting in virtual worlds. And so there are other programs, other virtual reality programs that kind of do similar things to this. But what Facebook has that these other programs don't is users they have users that are already like we're already friends with all our friends on facebook you know Mm -hmm. um so they they basically want to be the multimedia communications tool of the future i mean they already are it today i guess but they but they want to they are looking to do that for the long-term future here and this is it this literally is it people so many people like they think that that i was joking two (laughs) years ago when i was talking about vr or whatever like this is what is going to be happening and then also in combination with this meta this augmented reality um is also kind of on the cusp 
as well. Uh, that'll be coming soon. But but it, it, so it won't just be in virtual reality where you have these big stupid gla- goggles. It'll be an augmented reality where we can still be in our spaces, but you know, be in other spaces and and. I, I can't communicate, though, that you have use of your hands and you're in 3D and you're in a, in a full kind of way. It's called Facebook uh, Spaces. I think you're, you might be Googling it right now. And there also yeah. is a video that I, I highly recommend that you take a look at as well um, uh, that uh, that is uh, very interesting. So, you know, like, like this video mm. chat thing that we're doing right now that used to be the future, you know, like at Epcot Center 20 years ago when we went to Epcot Center, you know, like... <laughs> Now the future is coming in a different kind of way. Um, it's really kind of unique, and we'll kind of see where it where it goes. But I just wanted to um, bring that up because it's a huge deal with uh, with where technology as a whole is going. And I think that it, in any business that we do, that it's good to be aware of that. Now, how does that relate to wedding photography? Can it? Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I think that what I've said before is that if we're used to, I think 2D images are really going to be a thing of the past. That's where I think the big thing is. I think that we might be getting more into three-dimensional images very soon. Once once, once everybody just has this augmented reality, virtual reality on their phones in a way that's more simple than what we have going on currently, uh, and mm-hmm. it becomes commonplace, we're, we're going to have the capability to do all photos in 3D very easily. Um, as opposed to just two-dimensional flat objects. So I think that is one way, whether they're... Um, the th- I don't know about the 360 thing. I think we'll eventually get there. That might be more of how video changes in the future, yeah. where it's going to yeah. be um, all 360-degree stereoscopic video that, you know, so we... So not just flat video, not flat two-dimensional th- 360 video, but stereoscopic 3D video, three-dimensional, I think will be... Um, where things are going so you can literally just jump in and relive because i think with video it's more about the point of just re- of reliving right as opposed to uh you know like with photography it's more like let's create this special moment and you can kind of mm-hmm. do that in a bigger way with video but but couples hire video more for to re- be able to remember everything you know Right. Uh, and in that sense, why wouldn't you just want to be able to walk into the room that you got married in and just watch everything play out in 360, 360 degrees, 3D, walk anywhere you want to and just basically be in the room again? And, and I think mm-hmm. that that is where things will be going um, for for video. Um, for photo, it, I think that it, might, it just might just mean more three-dimensional stuff in the future mm-hmm. because it'll be so easily accessible being able to do that in virtual spaces. Um those are my thoughts on that, I guess. Yeah, more 360 photos and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at a video now. I mean, it looks pretty cool. It looks kind of limited. I don't know how, how many people would use it, but it is a start, and they have to start somewhere. But yeah, So I'm sure it's just going to get more uh, more advanced. I mean, and it says a lot. If Mark Zuckerberg is paying paid $2 billion for Oculus, that says something. Um, so they, they must have a lot planned for this. Yeah, I think um I mean 2 billion. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean there there's a reason that that they did that when they yeah. did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I thought thought I had something else to mention but I I think I just kind of dropped it but um yeah, this uh, the future is coming. I just I just keep beating that drum. I keep beating that drum because I'm just <laughs> uh just letting letting people know. 
Um, it's going to change uh, change everything. Um, uh, so I just want to get to the last thing. Uh, you know, uh, do you have a pick or tip of the show? Uh, not off the top of my head, but I'm sure I could if I think about something. I'm sure right. I could. I'm going to give you – I think let's end with a quick pick or tip of the show. I'll give mine, and then maybe you'll have something or maybe not by the time I'm done. And that's okay if you don't. Um, so I actually have just a tip of the show instead of a pick this week. Um, my tip of the show is just simply uh, setting up your pre-wedding meeting. Um, when you do that before the, before the wedding, because now weddings are starting to come in. And or the wedding season is about to start happening. And um, my suggestion to you wedding photographers out there is to set up that meeting well, well, well in advance of when you think that you would want to rather than just um, just, a, you know, like like uh, trying to put it together like the week of the wedding. Say, hey, do you want can we talk Tuesday or whatever? Because it's always just such a crapshoot trying to get in contact with your clients when you get that close to the wedding. Mm-hmm. So I actually months ahead of time. um when I think of it or if they send me an email, I try and set up that meeting like three, four months ahead of time. So I'm like, hey, um, so-and-so bride, you know, whose wedding is November 9th, can we set up a, a phone call or a meeting September one, September 1st now? This is like three or four months ahead of time just because mm-hmm. I like to have it in my schedule because things get really crazy in wedding season. And then that does two things. Number one, it sets up the meeting so you're not worried about setting up that meeting way closer to the wedding. But number right. two, that also that also alleviates stress with the bride with like you know like it also i feel like it it eliminates like 10 to 20 emails for me also because yeah those those emails of hey where should we go you know like (laughs) what location should we go to it's gonna rain the blah 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 this blah 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 that this that that all those those 10 20 emails i feel like get condensed to like one or two because they know they have that date scheduled the week of their Mm -hmm. wedding so then, so then it's like you just eliminate yourself so much stress with the emails for both, I think, her and you, you know, the bride and yeah. you, because then you've got that meeting set in stone way ahead of time. So that's, that's my tip of the week is to set that meeting up, um, have it in your schedule months in advance of the wedding. Then you're not stressed out trying to, when it comes closer to the wedding and the bride um, isn't stressed out trying to get that, that together. And also you're eliminating all those, that communication. Nice. That's, that's my tip. Very nice tip. Very nice tip. So, yeah, nothing came to mind. Okay. I'm brain. Okay. Well, that's okay. <laughs> Maybe next time. Yeah. Well, we have a, we've been recording for about 50 minutes or so here. So I think oh, that's, nice. that's a show. That's a show. We just jumped right in today and we yeah. made it happen. Sure did. Sure did. <laughs> it was a fun one. Okay. Um, well, listeners, thanks for listening in uh, to episode number 58 of Wedding Photographers Unite. Uh, Neil, where can people follow you? Uh, just Google me. N-E-A-L-U-R-B-A-N. And my name is Andy Buscemi. Last name is B-U-S-C-E-M-I. Thanks for listening in, everybody. And we will catch you next time. Arrivederci. Bye-bye.